Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Between 10% and 15% of the Irish population is currently living with tinnitus, but groundbreaking new research in Trinity College is discovering novel ways to help sufferers. Joining me now is Professor Sven Van Nest from the Trinity College Institute of Neuroscience and the School of Psychology. Good afternoon, Sven. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good to have you on. Now, tinnitus runs in my family and I'm aware of exactly how debilitating it is. What can you tell us to guide people into what exactly tinnitus is and what new understanding you've reached on it? Okay, so tinnitus is the ringing in the ear. So people are hearing a sound that is not present in the environment. You can also call it a phantom sound, but there's no really information related to the phantom sound. So you're hearing a tone or a hissing sound or uh, a noise. Um so, and we know that for 25 people, uh, 25% of the people that have tinnitus, tinnitus is really disabling. And there's a lot of complaints that go together with tinnitus, going from having a hard time falling asleep up to understanding speech. Some people are despair, uh, have despair, frustration, feeling depressed. There's anxiety involved in it, uh, social withdrawal. So it can really have a huge impact on people's life. So when you say phantom sound... Are you mm-hmm. saying this sound doesn't exist at all? Are you saying that this is the ear's attempt to hear something that isn't there? Yes, that's correct. So it's basically, well, research has indicated that the sound is generated in the brain. And one of the assumptions is that the brain is filling in the missing information, meaning that we know that uh, most tinnitus patients have auditory differentiation, and one example is hearing loss. So we know that about 60 to 90% of the people that have tinnitus have hearing loss, and that typically it's a specific frequency that they're not able to hear, and that the brain is filling in that missing frequency. So if you have a hearing loss at 4,000 uh, 4, hertz, typically people will hear that 4,000 hertz uh, sound. Mm-hmm. So in the same way as we do that experiment with a piece of paper and our eyesight with two dots on it, that the the brain is filling in that information, it's filling in the absent information with this hiss or this ring, which, as you say, like I have a tiny bit of it myself. It is absolutely like I can imagine what it's like to have this on a severe level. But you believe that the brain can be trained to unlearn how to hear this sound. Have I got that right? So the idea is that uh, the brain has learned to fill in that missing information by generating a sound, the tinnitus, and that's the new default or the new standard. And now the idea is that we can unlearn the brain uh, that tinnitus. So our research has demonstrated that we can expedite or enhance learning using electrical stimulation of a specific nerve. So it's the what we call the occipital nerve, which is a nerve on the back of the uh, of your head. So if you rub the back of your head, then you're activating that nerve that sends information to your brain. And we can activate that nerve using electrical current at a very low amplitude. So people just feel a tingling sensation after one minute, they do not feel anything anymore. And by activating that nerve, we can activate a whole pathway. And the pathway is called the locus surreal's neuroenergic pathway, which is really important in learning. And we already were able to show that we can improve learning. But 
For hearing, there's also something which is called perceptual learning. It's a process of improving the ability of the auditory system to respond to, to sound stimuli through experience. So we actually learn how to listen. Okay. And the thing is that, so by activating that specific nerve, by presenting certain sounds, we can modify specific brain processes that are involved in tinnitus. And what we do is we present different types of sounds paired with stimulating that specific nerve. And we want to learn the brain that all sounds are important except the tinnitus sounds. And there's a mechanism in the brain which is called lateral inhibition. So if you present a specific sound, what will the, the brain will inhibit all surrounding sounds so that you're really focusing on that one specific sound. And so by, let me just ask about it, stimulating uh, this nerve with the uh, electrical current. This is happening yes. from outside of the skull. Like you do not need, this is not invasive. This is you, what do you do to, to achieve that? Yes. Yes. So it's basically, it's non-invasive. It's basically two patches where we send current through and we put those patches on the back of your head. And you get stimulation for about 20 to 25 minutes. And you need to do this uh, on several sessions. So spread over a month. Wow. I mean, there's going to be people turning up the radio right now to to hear this because this would bring so much relief to so many people. Where are you at with the clinical trials of this? Yes. So we're done a first a phase one clinical trial to show that it's safe and that we can modify it in a small population. And now we're going to go to a phase two trial where we're going to do it in a larger uh, population to really show that uh, we can create the benefit. We have already done studies in the past where people were represent sounds and activating that specific nerve where we showed benefits. But the difference is now that it's going to be active listening before it was passive listening. So people were just perceiving sounds, but you didn't have to do anything. And now you really have to be actively involved and listen to those sounds by uh, we're going to test you um, doing specific tasks. Mm. Professor Sven Van Ness from Trinity College Institute and Neuroscience School of Psychology. This is um, this is some big stuff for tinnitus sufferers, but sounds like you're on the path towards using this electrical stimulation of nerves from outside the skull to achieve other things. Is it possible that there's other improvements to people's life quality that you're going to produce through your research? Yeah, that's the idea. So um, what we can do is we can expedite learning. And we're actually now doing a clinical trial where we're looking into amnestic mild cognitive impairment or early Alzheimer disease, where we know that there's a challenge in once you receive the information to keep that information and store that information. And we're currently doing a clinical trial where we're trying to see if we can actually improve uh, what we call the consolidation of information, storing that information. We showed that we were able to do that in healthy subjects and now we're doing it in a clinical population. Absolutely extraordinary. Uh, Professor Sven, I'm sorry that we don't have more time to talk about it, but it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Professor Sven Van Nest from Trinity College Institute of Neuroscience and School of Psychology. I wish you the very best of luck with this breakthrough research on tinnitus. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.